Hello and welcome to the Disneylanders podcast. I'm Clark Johnson and I will be the host for this episode, which is the first episode of the Disneylanders podcast. So welcome. I'm joined with my good friend Lush. We're going to share some stories, talk about, you know, how he was a pianist in the Grand Californian, how he's just an all-around awesome dude, and all that jazz. Um, so let's get right into it. So what's the story behind why you wanted to work at Disney? Yeah, so um, during my freshman year of college, I submit... Uh, I submitted an application. I don't think too much. This is after five rejections from the Disney store at my local mall. <laughs> That's um, funny. I got rejected by McDonald's and, like, Subway or something. Really? <laughs> McDo- McDonald's? McDonald's takes everybody, though. I, I mean, I it works out. It worked out. So, um, <laughs> at the time, I'm playing piano because I was originally a voice major. Um... And my, my piano instructor, he was like, hey, Lou, she's like, you really suck at the piano, but I like you. Do you want a job? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So he starts giving, um, getting me gigs at different hotels for different bar mitzvahs and weddings. That's, only, that's the only thing I'm doing. And the last gig that I do is a Jewish wedding that uh, the venue is going to be at the Grand Californian Hotel. I didn't have a car at this time, so he's like, he's like, this one's a little bit further. Can you make it? I'm like, yeah, it's gonna be like a seventy dollar Uber ride because it's like sixty miles away, the Grand California from where I'm at. I don't know where it's at. It's, I, he just gives me an address. I go. It turns out it's a Grand California hotel. I'm like, this is so crazy. I'm like, um, because that same week I had applied to become like a cast member, and right now I'm just doing a job there. I'm just playing piano um, at the Grand, but I'm just like an independent contractor. I'm not a cast member at this point. So I play at this wedding. One of the cast members says, "Hey, we're hiring pianists. Um, would you be like?" Into-? He's like, "You should apply." Like we like we think you're good. And I'm like, "Cool." So during my interview, uh, they 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 tell me that that's available. I would have to reapply through a different um, through a different application because it's a different role. And I end up getting uh, getting the gig. Um, but yeah, my what did you have to do to like? Oh, a fly. Oh, my God. So, the interview, it was just, like, any basic interview. Like, how are you with people? Regular uh-huh. cast member. And when I got to meet with, the with like, the, the main manager for Guest Entertainment, that's what it's called, um, it was, like, the dumbest things. It, it was, like, ABCs. He was, like, oh, do you know Five Finger Legato? Links to your chords. Play this. Uh, can you tune a piano? I'm, like, no. He's, like, it's okay. You don't have to tune it. I'm, like, <laughs> Real simple stuff. Yeah. So to go, like, were you excited? Like, what was it like being able to become a cast member after, like, feeling like it was elusive and not something that you could attain? I did it with the. Have you ever done something knowing that you're not, it's not going to happen, but you just did it because it's a fun idea? It was, mm-hmm. was kind of like that. It's kind of like buying a lottery just ticket. Cause just because. Uh, you know, it's fun. A, Yeah, it's just for fun. And they ended up giving me the email. For the, for the little question, the survey, mm-hmm. but it worked out, right? Mm-hmm. No, but um, at that point, I realized I'm like, oh, this is a thing because I had gotten rejected from the Disney store five times already. I'm like, this is a thing, like I could actually do this. So I just straight up like, I didn't even have a, have a computer at the time. I used my neighbor's computer, um, mm-hmm. to to like do the questionnaire because um, I I just had I didn't even have a phone. I had an, so like I'm like 18. I just have an iPod. <laughs> 
I don't have an actual number. I don't have a car. I don't have a computer to do the survey on. And I don't have Wi-Fi at my home. So I asked my, my neighbor, I'm like, hey, I just got an email. Like, I took my email at school. He's like, I just got an email from Disney. Do you have, like, 45 minutes that I can use your laptop for? And he's like, yeah, go for it. Oh, nice. Yeah, so um, he lets me do that. And then um, I get an interview. Like, I don't yeah. know if I could, like... <laughs> No, yeah, like, no. <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, I ended up getting the, the interview, and they're like, it, it's on this day, and using money that I didn't have, I get an Uber to, to and from Anaheim, it's, like, $45 there and, like, $45 back. I go in a full suit, I braid my hair, which goes below my waist. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, so I braid it because I wanted to look <laughs> professional. <laughs> braid my hair, get there two hours early hang out at the Grand Californian, um, you know, don't have any money to buy anything, so I'm just wondering. Wow. And I would want to hear the pianist with, like, the long hair, though. Like, that would, like, add distinction Oh, to so, me. yeah, so I got, I got a lot of gigs. <laughs> like, oh, they for sure, like, no. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So I'm glad you brought that up because musician. I got a lot of good reviews from, from um, because whoever hired me, they would relay that information back to my, um, to my teacher. Mm. Uh, his name is um, Alex. They were like, they think you're a really good piano player because of your hair. They think you're, like, exotic and, like, well-versed. They think you're, like, some protege. Just because you look really weird. So that's why I was getting a lot of jobs. Because they're like, oh, this dude looks crazy. Yeah. We gotta hire him. (laughs) So that's why, um, that's why I was getting, like, all these gigs. Um, so, yeah, for my, for my interview, goes well. Um, and then that's the last question they asked me. Like, are you okay with cutting? I'm like, yeah. So, like, what's, what's it like working? Like, do you just... Do they? What do they tell you? Like, go play whatever you want, or like, because I've been in the grand where I'm like, sitting there, and then like they'll start taking requests from like guests. And oh stuff. yeah, no. Like, do you have to do, take requests? Uh, so or you, you can. What? How does it all work? You can. You you are allowed to say no, oh. but um, you know, you could you can be courteous and be like, yeah, definitely. They give you like um options from what you can for what you can play and what you cannot play, and super simple. But the thing is with the piano, just because you're doing these songs, you know, 14 times a day for like months on end, you become an expert at them. So they start freestyling a little bit. They start adding like a little bit of, yeah, or they'll start getting like really, but they're really not doing anything. They're just adding a couple extra notes or just switching the chords or just changing the octaves. I think it's something. No, yeah, yeah, (laughs) definitely. You're like, I just, I don't know. It seems simple to you, right? But like to everyone else, we're like... Wow. I, imagine, <laughs> imagine jumping rope, and you have to do jumping rope, you have to jump rope 40 hours a week uh, for, like, years on end. At a certain time, you're going to get so good that you can start jumping with one foot, and then a push-up in between. <laughs> and then people are like, whoa, he's amazing! <laughs> yeah. No, you're really not doing anything. They're just hitting a couple extra keys to make it look fancy. But a lot of these, these pianists, they're, they're not the most experienced people. They've been doing, like, regular gigs, but they know these songs by heart. So they can start freestyling them, and the piano could play itself too. Were so. you were you able to freestyle? Or yeah. You, how long did you do it? You said three uh, months. Three three months, but the songs were super simple. That yeah, like I could you know I could like switch it up and stuff. I got requests and I always took them. Nice. Um, but is that difficult? Cause like, I, it's just because I remember this one time we like sat there and just like kept hounding the pianists, but they were like really good and like kept taking like we're like. Play La La Land, and it like just immediately started like, yeah. like, and it came out like last week. Yeah. Oh wow, that's so great. like, well, like a lot of them, a lot of um, they're not classically trained, meaning that they don't know like the actual music theory. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my, 
one of the dudes, he's got a really weird name, but he's always there, so energetic. <laughs> um, weird dude. No, he's not. He's, well, he's weird, like, backstage. Like, he's a little uh, loopy. Like he's, a, he's a character. Yeah. <laughs> um, he he learned how to play piano by ear. So if you hum a, hum, hum a tune, like, I can show you. He can go. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, I got it. Um, and how did you learn? I learned um, classes so through reading sheet music. Uh, I could do it by Which ear as better. well. It, it, it is better because if you learn by ear, if somebody puts a sheet music in front of you, you're going to be like, I have no idea how to play this. But if you sing it... So where did you learn to play piano originally? Uh, when I was 12 years old, just YouTube videos. And then I... Uh, yeah, just, yeah, music theater. Like, I research things when I'm bored. So, yeah, and I've always liked So it was music. a hobby, and then it ended up... So, do you have a favorite, like, music-wise Disney? Favorite song, favorite soundtrack, or is that too hard? No, yeah, I definitely do. Um, to pick. <laughs> that, no, but like, as I think about it more, I'm just like, you're right. It's ter- Hmm. <laughs> just throw you on the spot with that. Yeah. No, that's a good one right there. It's hard to narrow down, for sure. If we're doing Disneyland, the 60th fireworks are awesome. Disneyland music. The 60th fireworks. The 60th fireworks is awesome. What about the 50th fireworks? You know, it's... So, okay, let's do, let's narrow it down to um, favorite what, what, nighttime what, spectacular or parade, like entertainment at the parks. What's oh, my some favorite. of the top ones? Music. Yeah, music. Music, it's going to be the 60th anniversary, and that one, it's all biased for me. It's completely biased because I that's was... that's when you started working. I started working there, and I started working there the final, like the final months of it. So it was good. That was my first Disneyland um, fireworks show. Disneyland Forever. Disneyland Forever. And I remember when I came in with my friends, and my friends, are, um, they're real street dudes, so they didn't care. They're real street dudes? Yes, like, what, <laughs> like, so I didn't, I didn't go to Disneyland until I, until I was 18. And I got hired at Disneyland when I was 18. Because my you family... You never went? No. Because my family couldn't afford it. Oh. So I, my, my first legal job was working at a PacSun. And I was also working at a baseball stadium, and I was working as a pianist. So I saved up the money, and my friends, uh, I come from, like, a pretty, like, disadvantaged area. So these are all dudes that are, like, hustling. Like, they're hustling, like, illegal jobs. You know, I'm not trying to incriminate any, anybody. So okay. they're, like, my best friends of life. But they don't care about Disney the way I do. You know? They care. How did you end up caring about it? You're, oh, it's, it's, you have siblings, right? I, had, I, was, I was raised by all girls. They were all tomboys. But they, def- but they, but we were all raised by on um, television. So if they got into something, I had to get into that. And that might be where Disney. Yeah, yeah, def- definitely. So like, um, nice. my my parents were um, Wait, running around. So um, you're the only boy. Just to I'm jump the in. only boy. I'm the only boy. And you have how many? I have three sisters. Three older sisters. Thirty, twenty-seven, twenty-five. And you're how? I'm twenty-two. You're twenty-two. I'm twenty-two years old. Oh wow. Yeah. So right. sorry to jump. No, in. no, no. You're, you're good. You're good. You're good. So like we were all basically. So like my parents weren't around too much when we were kids. So they told us, "Sorry, we can't be around, but we're providing for you. But we'll get you a TV, so you won't be out in the streets." Because my like my mom hated kids to be out like after hours. Because to her that was ghetto. She was like, "I don't want you guys to be like no street rats or anything." When did When did your mom move here from France? She moved here in eight, uh, 1989. Yeah. 1989. So she, how old was she? Do you my mom, my, my mom was born in 1962. Oh. So she's like old country, like, 
like yeah, she, my mom's old. I just went to France, so like I that doesn't mean I have any idea. No, no, like, you're good, you're good. But she she's from like a little. She, well, the town's big. But she's she's from like like a like a more countryside part of France. You know, like it's yeah. it's not it's more slow pace. You know, it's not Paris at all. Paris is like. You know, it's it's very fast forward. It's fa- very fast moving. It's a little gritty and stuff. So she, wow. yeah, like your very mom old sounds fascinating. <laughs> she's cool. She's cool. <laughs> so she was very. So she was like, "Don't go like that's that's don't ghetto. Go out at yeah, night. don't go out at night. We have to be presentable. Okay. <laughs> but I'll buy you a TV and I'll get you cable. So that was like, that was like my mm-hmm. religion. Cable uh, TV was my religion. And also, she would get us like VHS tapes because at the time, like in the early two thousands, VHS um, DVD had been released, so VHS tapes were like fifty cents. So we were just like consuming all of this, just cartoons, Disney. Um, man, I got like a little Jake the Dog right here. <laughs> <laughs> Very um, nice. So yeah, <laughs> and this is where we 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 were just like obsessed with these things. Yeah. So anyways, I'm, I'm this way, but I'm in this very impoverished area, and of course, like when poverty-stricken areas, they're going to have a higher chance of people not finishing high school, not going to colleges. So um, there's not too many people who are really educated. So a lot of people are really ignorant to things. They're not very open. If if you if you were gay, bisexual, or if you were just kind of, like, out there, like, you would just be, like, the, the community will, like, not treat you very, very fairly. So, but the thing is that I'm so aggressive and... Like, like passionate my, about yeah, passionate about things. If people say the color, the sky is blue, I'd be like, no, it's red. They would, I, I would get beat up, but I would still like, I would stand up for like, what like what I believe in, and people look respected that. So like, a lot of a lot of my best friends, they're like, um, you know, gang affiliated, have gone to jail and all that stuff. So they, so I'm like the the sore thumb. Yeah. And they told they told me, we'll drive you to Disneyland. We'll go with you, but you gotta pay for us. Because we don't care about it. And it's a really big expense for you to have, like, this experience that you want to have. So I'm working three jobs. I pay for um, two, of my, two of my friends. We go to Disneyland. That's really nice of you. Yeah, they're, they're, they're my, like, they're super close. Actually. Oh, so you, okay. The, they're actually the first two people I signed in to. Oh, um, nice. One of my friends, he had just gotten out of jail. And, and the other, I forgot what, what was he, he was going through something crazy but um (laughs) yeah like they were they were both convicts like when when we went in and it it was crazy when i signed them in they had such a fun time with me the 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 time prior that when i got signed in in front of like the people who were giving us the tickets he's like yo he's like thanks man i appreciate it he's like appreciate are you good man you straight he's like hey bro you want some weed he's like what do you do (laughs) and i'm like dude shut up because these these people are now gonna think that I'm giving you Disneyland tickets in exchange for <laughs> drugs or like weed or something. Like they have no fucking filter, and yeah. I'm just like, God damn, I can't <laughs> take you guys anywhere. He just got out of jail too, so like, it was it was this whole it was this whole ordeal. <laughs> so yeah, my first visit to Disneyland, loved it. It was great, but <laughs> they were like, Can we go home now? Like at five, and I'm like, No. Like, I want to watch the fireworks. I watched the fireworks. <laughs> we were on our way out because they were bitching. And um, I'm like, come on, let's just watch it. Like, there's no viewing area. Like, if we go up to the train station, there is. You know, try to get as, as much spots. They're really big guys. Like, um, my best friend. Um, was this when you paid for them to go? This was when we paid for them, yeah. Okay. Um, his, his, name, his name's Maul. 
he he's really big and like really he's a nice guy but he's really intimidating so like he got a, he like kind of cradled like a little like a little area for us because people do they just kind of spread out when when he kind of came through and then he got me like a really good a really good um place to watch a fireworks over at the train station and i watched it they didn't care i swear to god that last line when peter pan says all of this is yours forever one tear came out <laughs> and we kept it going nice. and i was just like holy shit that was the best fireworks i've ever seen in my life so the the soundtrack doesn't it's not it's not aging very well but I still love it. It's not aging very well. Yeah, like I heard it and I'm like, oh, this is kind of corny. Like this is um, step into the magic. I, it just didn't hit. Is it's it, like when they the last time? I think yeah. Step into the like I remember when I first heard it. I'm like, this is like amazing. It. I really like I still it too. Kind of like it. But when the last time that they showed it, it just didn't like the music just didn't hit. You know when you just get that the day. I think so, yeah. I, I don't know, but I used to get like, I'm just like, oh, look, it wasn't as good this time. But I think that's just age, who knows. So that's the definitive best. For, it, yeah, definitely, definitely that. For you. For, for me, also. Based on personal bias. Super bias. Super bias, and. What's some of the other talk? I kind of like Pixar Fest. That one's a good one. Disneyland, yeah, it's. I feel like it's underrated a little bit. It is underrated. I just solid. Think, yeah, I just think that the placement of the songs is weird because it transitions. The from, cars part is. Yes. Crazy. How did you know? How did you know? Because <laughs> uh, yeah. it's not good. It's not transition. good at all, and the projections aren't the best. I don't There's know. some really good transition, like the, what is it? To Frozen, that part. Oh, like Finding Nemo, where Nemo goes by. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then there's a transition, and then it goes to Let It Go. I think that's a really good transition, yeah. and it almost makes that's up That's Disneyland Forever, for... that's not Pixar, though. Is it? Yeah, because Frozen isn't Pixar. It's Disney Animation Studios. Okay. Ah! Uh, <laughs> party foul! Yeah, I know. Everybody just, like, was looking over at you Pixar. now. <laughs> Disneylanders Podcast? Know, wow! CEO, founding father... <laughs> Um, yeah. You gotta edit a lot of it because some of this is just filler. That's fine. Um, but I, can, I I know people who can edit. All right, all right. No, I need I need you to a- ask answer these. Favorite performance song and two performance songs that you hate. For performances. At Disneyland. At like Disneyland. Fireworks. It could be oh. fireworks. It could be Fantasmic. It could... Recording like a song specifically. Or like from the soundtrack. Like... The soundtrack. Oh, a soundtrack? Like a show. Yeah, like That a I show. hate. Yeah. Because, yeah, because the music is like, mo- it's mostly the show, yeah. Hmm. I for sure hate... You I don't know if it counts, because it starts... Uh-huh. I for sure hate Disney World's, uh... What's it called? Do you know what it's called? Is it the, the fireworks show? Yeah. Believe... Well, I know what you're talking about. For, yeah. Dreams... Uh, I know I know what you're talking about. It, it's fairly new still. Yeah. Okay, okay. Do you have sure. your phone? Should look it up. Yeah. Because I have to know. You're good, you're good. And then I can tell you why I hate it. Because I, I... I hate that show. Why? Um, I don't know. Happily Ever After is what Happily it's called. Ever. Happily oh, Ever, yeah, ever yeah, After. Okay. I hate it. Be- have you seen it? No, I haven't. Okay. I'll, I'll pick a Disney one, but I hate that one because it's like... They'll be playing, like, 
the Hunchback in Notre Dame song, which I love. Uh -huh. Like, my favorite movie. And then they'll have, like, Cars. Yeah. Images, or, like... I can't think of a specific example, because I only saw it the one time. But I just remember hating, like... <laughs> it had these, like, things that didn't go together. It would be, like, a cover of the... You know, a dream is a wish your heart makes, but it's by some. Yeah, but it's not the original Cinderella voice. It's like some cheesy cover. Oh, yeah, Disney's great with those cheesy covers too. Like, it's sometimes they're terrible. And then, like the fireworks, like they were. They used so many fireworks, but they used them poorly. Like it would be like, here's the castle, and it'll be like, like slow, kind of random. Yeah. Ours is like crisp as. Like crisp and like, like, I think it's because it's you know much what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I think it's because it's smaller too. Because Walt Disney World, they have to like work with a lot more space, so they're more spaced out too. Disneyland is like so close that even if they, they're, they're precision, not, yeah, yeah, they're so close to you, and Disneyland is so encompassed that it's at the end of the day, it's still like a really bright light that you get to see, and it's pretty. Firework shows for Disneyland. Okay, okay, so there's that was one the, that I hate. That was the first one, so like second hate. I one. hate the Disney World one, but uh -huh. there's no fireworks show at Disneyland that I hate. Or just in general, yeah. So, but I I think t the top ones would be the 50th, the 60th, and Pixar Fest, but I don't know if I'm remembering it right anymore. Yeah, there's some things in Pixar Fest that um, I really didn't like, and I'm not going to get into it because Pixar Fest was weird, but. Or yeah. <laughs> It was just awkward. Why the hell do okay? You <laughs> you know what I you know what I hated the fucking play parade. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, so so fireworks shows are generally good. Parades. Wait, can we talk about parades. Pixar a little bit? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay, okay, for sure. No, we're going, going. Pixar pr play parades the worst parade. And that's when they wet you too. Yeah, yeah. I hate. Did you ever walk through Main Street and like, yeah, something you're trying hits to get to you? this? Yeah. Yeah. It's water, yeah. Yeah, like, I remember I didn't know that, and then they did a new announcement saying, water! Like, oh, you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, about? I remember. For anybody who does it, who hasn't experienced <laughs> the Pixar Play Parade, what happens during a Bug's Life float is that Flick and his friends randomly shoot, oh, well, the float shoots out water randomly. So, mm -hmm. if you're watching the parade, like, random, like, shots of it, and it's kind of painful, too. Like, it's pretty precise. Like, just hits you. <laughs> At the, and at the beginning of this parade, there wasn't an announcement saying that water was going to be shooting out. So you'll be watching the parade, and some people won't see the water because it's transparent. And you'll just get shot with water, and you'll just think, did somebody just spit at me? Mm -hmm. So that's what it felt like. And then they, they prior to the parade, because I think that there was complaints, they started doing, oh, by the way. The we're Disney gonna be, voice. Yeah, the, the Disney, Disney voice. The, the Disney god, you know, our Lord god. <laughs> He, the announcer guy, says, hey, by the way, we're going to, um, one of the floats shoots out, well, he didn't say it like that, but he says, <laughs> one of the floats shoots out water so we could have fun and play with you guys. Yeah. Because it wasn't announced at first, but when they brought it over they to- They should have just yeah. shut it off. It was so annoying, especially if you're a cast member just trying to get to a like, break room or just trying to go do your function, and it, you, you're just like, what, just, you know, now I got to stay in on my ship for 10 minutes. <laughs> but that was so annoying. So, Pixar- Okay, Pixar. What I was going to talk about is... Oh my gosh, you had brought something and I, and I just blanked out right now. Oh, I was going to talk about... Okay, Pixar's representation in the parks is really awkward. 
because <laughs> it is. Okay. Are you talking about Pixar Pier specifically? Because no, I think I, that's awkward. I think Pixar Pier is cute. Some things look really nice, but um, like the characters, some characters are really awkward, like the Incredibles. I think they look weird. They're like bulbous. <laughs> uh, the the molded the molded masks look really strange and like a little scary. Frozen looks crazy. He looks like a weird popsicle. Um, Remy and Emil, have you seen them? Edna, she's really weird. Edna, yeah. Edna, Remy, Edna. I haven't seen. Well, like, uh, let me just tell you, it's a, it's a huge rat costume, and Remy already looks like a, a like a realistic rat. So you just see like these two <laughs> hulking rats walking around. So it's a little awkward, you know. So like some, and I, and and I think it's because Pixar. They're, they're famous because of the medium they use, which is, you know, 3D animation. It looks really good when you're watching the movies, but when you actually sculpt it out into real life, it's really difficult to get that charm. That's why yeah. it's... Yeah, and you get these frozen faces, and the awesome thing about Pixar is that they're so moldable, that they're so, like, they're so animated, and when you don't see that in real life, it's just, like, these frozen smiles. That's a little weird. So it really looks alright. What... Do you have any ideas on how you could fix it, though? I, so, I... I I've thought about it, um, you know, for a while, and there's just some things that you can only express in certain ways. Like, some people can't, they can't communicate with people, so they can only express themselves through art or theater or through singing. Pixar does a great job of presenting awesome characters through their medium or any other, or, or specifically that. And you can't do that through the, you know, through character meet and greets. You can do Mickey all day because he's been done in, in every form. Pixar is special. Because they're so niche that you can only do that in that. That have you seen the pins that we sell at the park? The Pixar pins when they're in two when they do the two D, it looks awkward. Mm-hmm. Like the Nemo, like there's a there's a Nemo one, there's the Incredibles. It, it looks weird because they're supposed to be in their like genuine three D. At least to me, yeah, they're best expressed in their three D animated way. Like that's why sometimes the plush look weird, the merch doesn't come off right. But what they got right was the tickets though. Those simple designs. Oh, tickets. Yeah, the Pixar, the Pixar Fest tickets. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were cute. I love that, yeah. They looked really, really nice, because it was super simplified. Um, but yeah. representation of Pixar, it's really awkward. Pixar Fest. What was yeah. it like? So it was Pixar Friends. Why was... They were in Paris for a reason. Yeah, um, it's just because it was supposed to celebrate, like, friendship and just oh, Pixar. Right. So, like, there was a Monster Inc. one, yeah. and it was Mike and Sully, and it was um, green and blue. Yeah, because they were nice. They were good pieces of art. Disney tickets are they're a whole different thing, but that was really cool. <laughs> no, but I wanted. Is that to... something you focus on as like a design person? Oh yeah, but it, 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 I think it's just a cast member thing. You notice the small details just because you've been here so long enough. No, when but... the map changes, right? Yeah, but like <laughs> we could talk about that too. But a big thing I wanted to talk to you about, and I thought about this days ago, is just <laughs> Pixar in general. Um, I love how Disney doesn't have such a huge hold on them creatively because Disney's really good at making things one dimensional so let's name a random name a random Disney villain and name a random Pixar villain I want you to do that a Disney and a Pixar yeah a Pixar villain Uh, like a popular one one that everybody knows the can't think of his name the one from Incredibles Syndrome okay Syndrome Syndrome and Disney villain Captain Hook. Captain Hook. Okay, awesome. Those are awesome examples. So what I wanted to talk about is that Pixar is really good at just humanizing things. And even though it's an animated story 
about, you know, like, superheroes and stuff, the story itself is really, really human just because it's about, like, feeling special or, or, or like, whatever. Um, Syndrome, you saw why he turned evil. He was good initially, you know, he was, like, this enthusiastic guy that, like, loved and idolized Mr. Incredible. And when your idols kind of fail you, you know, that kind of, it, it kind of stirs a little bit. And when he, he has, like, this iconic line saying, when everybody's super, nobody is. And there's an actual huge philosophical argument saying that nobody in life is special. Even if you have, like, freak talent, nobody's special. Most people are average. Mo- most people are, yeah, most people are average. And anybody could get to, like, an no, expert level. Yeah. That and, like, let's, <laughs> so he's got, he's got, like, this whole thing. Like, he's very... He's relatable. He's relatable. He's you can empathize with, Yeah, definitely. But... His character's so wacky, he's like a super villain, like a super smart dude, um, and at the end of the day, he's just like this boy who was, in, who was ridiculed by his idol, who failed him. And he, at, at the end of the day, he just wants recognition. And he wants everybody to be equal. He wants equality. He wants to sell his weapons so everybody could be a superhero, because these superheroes, they're glamorized, they're, the, they're like these pop stars, and he's like, no, I, I want to kill that. I want everybody to be super, if you want to if you want to look at it from that lens. And if you look at Captain Hook, he's just evil for the sake of being evil. They don't really give him too much dimension. Uh, yeah, but, that's unfortunate too, because he's like pretty interesting in the book. Yeah, and, that, and yeah, like this is this. I just want to talk strictly about Disney because where they get their their source material, it's got so much depth. But I just want to talk about like specifically their their film. Yeah. Like, is he looking for treasure? Why does he want to kill Peter Pan? Just get along. Just, just get on. Like, why is he at Neverland? Like, they don't really explain this. Yeah. And or Lotso Bear. Lotso, he's like this prime boss, but he was this guy that he's bitter. Yeah. He was abandoned. He has he has every reason to feel the way he he is, and he's protecting these toys, and he has like a really messed up, like kind of fucked up totalitarian way of running things. Yeah. But you see why he's the way he is. He's taking care of these toys because he doesn't want them to experience that. He's pushing his beliefs on a some on a somebody, but there's that depth. He's a real person. People in real life are actually like this. Sometimes they're dicta- dictators. Sometimes they're just um, children who aren't being paid enough attention to. And if you want to look at Maleficent, she's just evil for the sake of being evil. Yeah. She's very one-dimensional. Super disappointed in Maleficent. Yeah, like it. It, it doesn't really or. It, we could we could keep going. What's a, what's another um, animated? That's an interesting example, just as a side point. But like, Disney, specifically like in Sleeping Beauty, Maleficent was a really cool character. Yeah. And then in the live action, they kind of like, I she was just that. evil to be evil. Oh really? Yeah. I haven't seen the live action, so I can't speak on that. But I know that with most Disney villains, they're just evil Too because shallow. it's incredibly shallow, and that's why I love Pixar because. Even even Sid. Somebody tried to tell me that Sid was the villain in Toy Story, and it's not. It's Woody, because his jealousy is what leads to the adventure. But Sid, it's true. think about yourself when you were 13. We're all trying to figure things out. We're all experimenting with things. Sid was just a dude playing with his toys, customizing them. Everybody does that. And it's not like... <laughs> yeah, like... It, it, it's, it's That's weird. true. I never thought of it that way. Yeah, like... Sid's the... Shit. He, he's, he's just a 13-year-old boy. Like, that's how... Well... You know, he's a little crazy. They kind of animated him a little bit more, but that's just how kids act. I don't think he was doing it because he knew, like, he wasn't trying to hurt anybody. He was just playing by himself. Mm-hmm. So th- that's uh, that's why I love Pixar, and that's why it, it it strikes a nerve when Disney tries to represent them a certain way in the merchandise and in the parks. 
I'm just like, no, like, there's more to that. Do you like the shorts then? The I do Pixar like Pixar shorts. Yeah, I think they're, they're super charming. I wish they kept the Pixar Film Festival. Oh yeah. Philhar Magic's cool though. Yeah, Philhar Magic was weird because but I know that it would have been better yeah. as the shorts for sure. Well, have you been to Walt Disney World? Mm-hmm. That I saw that one then, and then I experienced the one over in California Adventure, and because. We don't because our theater isn't that theater that they have in Walt Disney World. It's not optimized to kind of be like that. It's barely. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> the shorts would have been way better to keep as yeah. a permanent thing. I don't know. I have all sorts of opinions on how they should reorganize the parks and stuff. Like I was thinking that Pixar Pier and like Cars Land could turn into like Pixar Land because mm-hmm. when it's a land based on just a movie, it's not. You're stuck, yeah. yeah. So, like, if it's Pixar Land, like, that's still limited, but it's, like... Well, what did you think about Toy Story Land? Whatever they make a new... I hate Toy Story Land. Really? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> do you like Toy Story? Yeah. Okay, okay. It's just like... too cheap-looking and, like... Okay. Stuff like that. Like, it's... I don't know. Yeah, but... And I think when... It's low quality. Oh, okay, okay. To me. But it's... There's aspects, of course, I don't know, that are okay... Four hour wait for the slinky um, roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. The the wait time for like the slinky oh, roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I think the only thing I've seen though, I didn't see the one in Disney World, but I went to Disneyland Paris and they have like a really small version of it. It's okay. very weird. I haven't. I've never been there. How was your experience there? Disneyland Paris. Yeah. Disneyland Paris is. So they have like Disneyland Park, and then next door is like their version of California Adventure. Actually, it's yeah. called Disney Walt Disney Studios Park. Okay. It's real. It's like smaller than California Adventure, and like has only a few. Like, it opened with three rides, so it had the Magic Carpet, Aladdin ride. Okay. And then the shops on their main street was an attraction, and then like oh, the cool. studio tour. Those so small. three. What was those were the though? three attractions. No. So they're Disneyland, Walt well, Disney Parks is terrible. The, the look you gave me was like, it shot through me. You're like, no, it's not. It was bad. But That's like, crazy. the Disneyland Paris is really cool. Okay. Their castle's cool. They have a dragon under their castle. Have you, have you heard anything about it? I've Which only seen like photos of it. The but castle's incredible. Whose castle is it supposed to be? Sleeping Beauty. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It looks really tall and like slender. Yeah. And it's on a hill, and I think that looks really cool. It's like, and the trees are cut like Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. I, th- I think it looks, it's very, it's very stylized. Yeah. And it's not like the Sleeping Beauty. And it's yeah. France, so it's like, they, they, they have real castles there, right? Yeah. So it's like. I think that's why. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> there's like stained glass they know in what the castle. Doing. Yeah, it's really Oh, like wow, that. that's so cute. Yeah, the hill was probably my favorite thing, just because it got the little mall. There's was, a waterfall, too. Yeah. So it looks really, really cute. I've never been there. I've been to Paris, but I was kind of pissed off that Disneyland Paris isn't really in Paris. It's like 45 oh, yeah, yeah. minutes away by train. What did you like about Paris? The food, right? To um, me, the food was really good. Well, I was I was raised with it. Oh. Okay. So, you know, I, didn't, I really didn't have a choice. You lived in Paris when you were growing up? No, my mom's... She's oh, she... Yeah, okay, she, yeah, got she, got she got cooked it. it. She cooked it. Like, yeah. I'm like, ego. I'm like, when did you... Yeah. Yeah. I was like, no, um... I want to... You're, nice. you're weird for liking... Parisian food. Wait, all of, yeah, that's crazy. Wait, do you mind if we take a break? I gotta yeah. go to the restroom real quick. Yeah. Where's the restroom? Yeah.
Um, it's in the house. I don't know if anyone. My brother. Last I checked, it was just Grant that was here. So. You guys have like these, like such nice names: Clark, Grant. You guys Clark, Grant, Grant, Jared, Joseph, Cadence. capitals of the world. I guess, yeah. But, I don't know, I think, 
I guess I am a foodie. You want, uh, you don't... <laughs> this is great right here. I, ju- I got the other flavor um last week because they have like different ver- um, variations at Costco? of these. I got no, I got them at Target. No. I'm not bougie like that. I don't go to Target. I mean, I don't go to Costco. Costco? Why is Costco bougie? It's just bougie. Do you? It's exclusive. I'll t- I could. We can go to Costco sometime. If you want. I love Costco. I love Costco too. I like the best. I think that's really like to yeah. sign people. In. Yeah, you know you do. Do you do that? I do. I do yeah, sign people. I I do. I you do just said your friends. Yeah, but like you know what's weird? My friends they they you don't can. they don't care about it. They don't care about it. So like it's mostly with cast members. That's what my dad was. He didn't. Yeah, I'm like like do you want? He's like, do you really want me to go? I actually it's like. Hate, why? <laughs> I actually hate signing my friends in because every time I've signed them in, I've only hit signing. They want to leave at like one. They want to leave at like one. <laughs> And I'm like, you guys are so ungrateful. <laughs> or no, so who do you go? Do you go alone to I'm, the parks? It's I I could probably count how many times I've been into the park with a person with my hand. So you normally go alone? Yes, and I, personally, I think that's Disneyland and best. Would you want to go with like? Do you just prefer it now? Like I, if I, someone's I, like, hey, let's go and they stay all day like you do, would you want to go? I think it's just a habit now. Okay, so when I got hired into the park was the, was the summer of 2016, a long time ago. <laughs> and I had moved in with a bunch of friends, and we were all just, like, hustling to make rent. So nobody Where had, were you living? I was living in Anaheim. Okay. Uh, no, actually, I was living in a, a UC Irvine dorm with my friend legally for like, a couple of months before we found an apartment. Uh, but they didn't want to go to Disneyland. You yeah, have to, you know? Where are you living now? Just I'm living in Anaheim Hills now. Uh, with one of the so originally I was living with five other guys, and just now one other person lives in a two bedroom apartment. Does this thing not do anything? It's nice. It's cool, yeah. It's been a long ride. Is that why you're impressed by this? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. This just looks great. The setup, people. If you can't see this right now. But Clark has an entire wall that's just like dedicated to our Lord God, Bob Iger. <laughs> he's gone now. He's gone now. Or whoever's. What do you like about the background? I think the so he's got like a like a park map of Disneyland from like what two thousand what? Two thousand six or something. Two thousand six. No uh, Galaxy's Edge. No Galaxy's Edge yet, and it's <laughs> like it's a puzzle, and it's framed, and he's got porgs, and he's got vintage stuff, and he's got Porgs'd. books. And Which stands out to you? Honestly, what stood out to me? It's like the whole thing kind of. If you, like, what's something you you're looking at now? I don't know if you've gotten a chance to look at it because we're not facing. I think it's the it's but. the gr- the green. He's put like shrubs around to make, to give it like an organic feel, but the green definitely stood out. So it looks like we're outside, but we're really not. Um, <laughs> what stood out the most to me was probably. That vintage Mickey head. He's got a vintage, what, is that a popcorn holder? It's a lunchbox. You oh. can grab it if you want. That's it's a lunchbox. Cute. Yeah, so Gucci, if you guys... That's one of the uh, oldest things up there. This is really cool. It's a lunchbox from... It's a giant Mickey head. The 90s. Yeah. Open it. It's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, perfectly in the shape of... You're like, I don't like, like it anymore. <laughs> no, I do like it, just because 90s merch is really uh, weird like that. Yeah, that and this C-3PO are the oldest things. 
That's amazing. This is from uh, when I proposed to Eric at uh-huh. Galaxy's Edge. Uh-huh. And then this is the first Disneylander button we made. That's amazing. And I then the rest is pretty new. Alright, well that's that is it for today's episode. I'd like to thank all you wonderful listeners out there. And I'd like to also thank Lelouch for coming in for the first ever episode of the Disneylanders podcast. It's finally happened. Um, And a huge thank you to the administrators of the Facebook group and page, um, which I would encourage all of you to join, because it's a lot of fun. And one last comment. The Disneylanders podcast relies on the support of people like you, its listeners, to help keep the podcast alive, visit our Patreon page, and make a donation. Uh, Anything helps, um, but honestly, no pressure. 